Hello all, and welcome to Love at First Lie, the show that proves that sometimes even the best relationships can be built upon the biggest falsehoods. Every week I'll be joined by a different Oxford couple, and after asking them questions to test their chemistry, I'll have to guess whether they're a college couple, a real couple, or just a couple of friends. Their goal is to try and trick me into guessing incorrectly. If you thought love was confusing before, you've not seen anything yet. This week I'm joined by Daniel and M. Hi. Hey. Uh, why don't you give us a short introduction about yourselves? Let's start with Daniel. So, hi everyone. I'm Daniel. I'm a fresher here at Christchurch. I'm doing French and Italian. Um, I'm from <laughs> Manchester. That's that's Lovely. me. And um, I um, I'm also a fresher at Christchurch. I'm doing history of art. Lovely. Well, we okay. So we know that you're both first years. So that that might give me a hint about. Mm-hmm something I don't know it's just it's just it's information it's you know it's, it's good information <laughs> okay so just a reminder that at the moment I don't know whether you two are a real couple or a college couple or just friends and whichever one of those you are you just try and trick me into guessing correct incorrectly not correctly we don't want that does that sound all right amazing <laughs> great let's get into round one then so for round one I'm going to be asking you questions that I asked you to fill in before the show about each other so first off, this question is for M about Daniel. What is Daniel's favourite dessert? Um, any really strong tiramisu <laughs> vibes? I don't know. Does Daniel just give off the tiramisu vibes? Yeah, like Italian and very like sophisticated. Mm, mm, yeah, yeah, I feel that as well. But I can actually reveal that Daniel put blackberry and apple crumble preferably made by his grandma but i do have to add um i was like this close to putting <laughs> there you go you know same wavelength same same vibe so was was umming and ahhing but i thought like it's tiramisu it. something do they do tiramisu at christchurch i feel like that's a very christchurch dessert how how close to the uh actually it can be said to me yeah, I think it might offend quite a few Italians to call that actual <laughs> tiramisu what they gave. But you know, it was it was an effort. Yeah, it was yeah, definitely. I feel that. I feel that. Lovely. Well, this next question is about M, and it's for Daniel. What is M's favorite book? Mm. Okay, I want to say. Um, I should know that I do literature and I don't, I can't even book. Um, I'm getting kind of like 19th century, maybe like Oscar Wilde type, more Virginia Woolf-esque. <laughs> um, or like a recent book that um, I know we've been speaking about, um, the like camp notes on fashion and all of that, but I mean, it's not really a novel, um, but I'd have to say some kind of like Virginia Woolf-esque mm. piece. Well, I'm actually wrote An Artist of the Floating World by Ishiguro. I've never heard of that book. What's that book? It's um, it's one of my favourites, but I don't think we've talked about it, Daniel, to be fair to you, but um, it's like set in Japan. It's about an artist who's kind of questioning a lot of things you about. It's very similar to Remains of the Day by Ishiguro. Mm. But notes on camp is probably my favorite one that I've read to do with history of art. So, like, <laughs> is it related to Virginia Woolf and Oscar Wilde at all? Does Daniel get like half a point for that at all? Maybe. Uh, I can't say he did. I'm really sorry. It's quite no. different. 
<laughs> as planned, I don't think I was expecting to <laughs> well, that, 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 that was a good attempt. Okay, this next question is about Daniel. If Daniel had one day left to live, what would he do? Uh, like, absolutely hammered, I reckon. Probably. Also, probably go back to Manchester if he was older. <laughs> well, Daniel actually wrote... Nothing massively special. See friends, go on walks with them, spend time with my loved ones, and have a really nice, long, home-cooked dinner with my family. Maybe with some blackberry and apple crumble from the sounds of it. You never know. Um, yeah, I'd, like, probably getting absolutely hammered with friends would be very fun, but I don't know, like, it's your last mm. day. I think maybe do that, do that a couple of days before yeah. the last day. Have, like, your penultimate day to get over your hangover. And then on your final day, just like chill, chill with family and friends. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but <laughs> yeah, if, if someone were to just say, look, you're going to die tomorrow, I think go straight to, to the loved ones, <laughs> go straight to the family. But, then, but if you see, if you, if you see like an asteroid coming like in a week, just, you know, slowly coming in, then you can, you can make, you can make longer plans, but it just, it just all depends. <laughs> I can do more profound things in, in that time. <laughs> Great. And kind of on that theme, what do you think M would do when she retires? I kind of, I think move, maybe move abroad somewhere um, to kind of the countryside. Um, I'm thinking like Tuscan Hills or south of France. Um, have a, like a nice little farmhouse with a studio, something like that, like, I'm kind of envisioning, like, you know, those Dolce & Gabbana adverts with the old women with the big sunglasses on, the headscarves, that sort of thing, in, like, um, Tuscan 1950s vibes. Um, but no, I'd, I see probably, like, going abroad and living a more chilled life somewhere in the country. Amazing. Well, I'm actually put travelling and or pottery. So that was a very close... Ooh, okay. Would you Would you try and combine the two and, like pottery abroad like you mean on route <laughs> pottery everywhere going around spreading the pottery can you get like the pottery wheels i've never really done pottery but it's like can you take a pottery thing with you can you like pottery on the road like little ones you can take with you but i'd probably go abroad and kind of mm, mm, yeah a big big pottery thing amazing well this next question is about daniel if Daniel had to switch lives with someone, who would he choose? No. Ooh. Maybe Bimini from Drag Race? <laughs> I have no idea. Bimini from Boulash? Oh my gosh. <laughs> he did actually put somebody that begins with a B. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you another chance. It's not Bimini from Boulash, but it begins with a B. Um I have no idea. Um the Buddha begins with a T because it's the right. So, um, I don't know. I have no idea. I actually have no idea. Daniel, do you want to reveal who you put? Well, once again, um, you picked my second choice <laughs> as your answer um, because I put my first one was very, very like superficial. I put Bella Hadid. I would just <laughs> love to be Bella Hadid for the day. Like. I just think it'd be so much fun like um obviously it's quite a kind of materialistic vain <laughs> choice however it's a fantasy 
like imagine you're kind of in New York, you've got the best clothes in your wardrobe, you're literally like everything's perfect. And I just think like for a day to be able to live like that would be so much fun. It's, it's kind of what I would want in the future, like a kind of artsy, mm-hmm. fashiony New York city mm-hmm. living. And also I think it'd be really interesting to see like how someone with that much um, kind of social media presence or media presence in general, like how their life is. So I submitted that answer, but then I thought, oh no, that's quite like, <laughs> it's not very big. So then I did think of Bimini. Um, I don't know, I think what they're doing for, like in terms of drag and the art of drag, but also for like queer culture and like non-binary representation. Yeah, very, very good. So if M could wear just one outfit for a whole year, what do you think it would be on the on the subject of fashion? Hmm. Thing is, this was one of my first impressions of M was how well dressed she was. So, in terms of fashion, what do you have at the moment? Okay, it has to be the cow print clogs, and I would want to see the green sunglasses as well make an appearance at some point. Um, jewelry wise, um, lots, lots of jewelry, <laughs> and then in terms of actual clothes. I really like your like oversized red and white, um, slightly like 90s sports top that you have with like a pair of baggy blue jeans. That's a good look. Or your mesh, you have like a mesh Japanese print top, which I also really like. Um, So I would have to say the mesh Japanese print top with a pair of jeans, lots of jewellery and clogs. <laughs> I think that's what I'm put. I'm put jeans and my favourite top, which is like blue and white check with angels on. Is that the top Daniel's describing? Wait, <laughs> I, knew, I knew you'd say that. It's my favourite one. Yeah, it's my favourite one. I love it so much. I'm actually proud of myself. Oh, wow. Well, you know, correct answer then. Ding, ding, ding. All the points to you two. Amazing. Well, I think on that note, we will end round one. Hello, and welcome back to Love at First Live. In round two, I'm going to be asking you some questions about your relationship. It's a chance for us to really get down and find out on a deeper level about the connection that you two have. So this first question is for both of you. What's your dream date night? Well, it depends what date it is. I think it differs between like first date, second date, like you've been seeing each other for a while. Um, But I think literally my tried and trusted favourite is go go to a bar like a nice bar not too fancy but not too casual somewhere where you can wear nice ish clothes and impress but not too formal um have like a couple of gnts see how it goes maybe move on to another bar um avoid food avoid dinner because it's like you can have a drink if you're not feeling it you can go like if you're having dinner you have to eat (laughs) dinner um yes i think that would be my like ideal date I feel like, not to be pretentious or anything, but I'd probably want to go to like a gallery or like a museum or something. Mm. Um, my favourite thing to do. And then probably go to the sort of pub if it was going well. And if not, you can be like, oh, time. Or I really want to see this particular art. You have to shut up because I'm really looking at it. I love that kind of thing. So if they're getting on with it and then you can talk about the art afterwards or like mm-hmm. during, then it's 
but I can always tell them to like shut up because I'm concentrating if they're annoying. Mm. Yeah, I like that. That's a both lovely date ideas. And so, um, what's something that Daniel doesn't know about you? Um, are we thinking like deep or oh, oh, however deep you want to go? It could just be something surface level, or you can find something deep. You know the Harrow boaters. In my primary yeah. school, we used to have to wear those in summer. And then in my winter, we used to have to wear these velvet hats. And I don't tell anyone because it's just so embarrassing. <laughs> oh, I'm just imagining like a little baby M walking around in a little um, harrow boat. I have to Oh, that was actually really cute. I don't know. I don't think my primary school back in <laughs> Manchester had. <laughs> it was just a sweatshirt. Um, okay, one thing that you don't know about me i had never shopped on ebay before until monday what yeah crazy stuff and i'm a convert yeah, i love ebay did you bid on something or um, were you, did you just you know put a put an offer no i, I bid on something won the oh. item very proud um and yeah it was my first time using it i'd always been kind of reticent to go on it um, and then I'm like, I need a steal. And also, because it is something that, like, um, you use a lot. You're always on eBay. Um, and I, I'm a, I was a complete eBay virgin until crazy. Monday. See, and yeah. I've, I've bought stuff on eBay, but I've never bid on anything because it seems scary. But maybe I'll have to give it a go too. My favourite thing is that, like, there's, a, there's some websites where you can put a sniper on, so you don't bid, so the price doesn't go up, but then at the last minute, they just swoop in and bid for you. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. So, I guess. That's amazing. Oh, my God, I'll have to try it out. Wow. See, so that, I'm glad we learned that about you, Daniel. It's, it's brought up so much, so many interesting things. There's so much, well, it's a, a world of secondhand goods out there to, to yeah. <laughs> it's a beautiful sorry this is not very highbrow stuff but it's the kind of thing that I've been up to yeah, this I feel week, that so. I feel that you know tenth is it tenth week, yeah. week tenth week tenth week vibes. So this question is about each other now. So what's a talent that you think um your partner has that you that like they don't even realise? So Daniel what's a talent that M has that she doesn't realise she has and vice versa? I would have to say like being kind of empathetic and just actually understanding people's emotions and what they want and kind of being able to see someone and see a situation and empathize with someone and actually like go in and help them with things I don't know I think it's one of those talents that it's not like oh I can sing I can dance blah 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 (laughs) which I mean you can sing very well but it's more like a kind of emotional intuition, intuitiveness <laughs> um, that you have, which, um, yeah, I, I really appreciate. I say, like, intuition, emotional intuition for you as well. So you're really good at, like, knowing when someone's quite sad or whatever. But I think I have to think of a new one now, I guess. Um, you're, you're really good fun. Like, other than that, you're also just, like, really good fun. You're great at, like, pepping a room up. It's just very good at bringing the fun to any situation. It's good. Oh, thank you. I do, I try. I got really confused. I thought you said packing a room up. I was like, Daniel's good at packing. Oh, wow. You can get a, get a suitcase together. Yeah, I'm 
No, abs- absolutely no. Amazing. And this final question for this round is, do you think star sign compatibility is important for a relationship? Only when it's very compatible. <laughs> when I look it up and it's compatible, then it's the most important thing. And it's hard. You're a, this, I'm an Aries, we're, gonna, we're a match made in heaven. But if it's not, then star signs aren't real, so it's fine. <laughs> that makes sense. No, I completely agree. Uh, so, like, if I go on Snapchat and mm. go on, like, the horoscope thing, and if it says, oh, you're a Virgo and a Taurus, like, earth signs go really well together, I'd be like, oh, my God, like, we're made for each other. But if it's, like, your, mm. your Leo sun is not compatible with my mm. Sagittarius rising, like, it's it's just okay, star signs. What are they? <laughs> and so what star yeah. signs are you two? Yes. And I am a Taurus. Oh, okay. I know absolutely nothing about star signs, but I don't know whether it's too incompatible. No, I'm, I've am i been, like, quite big on, like, co-star mm. at the moment. Um, so it sends me my little daily updates. So I'm just looking at mine today. It says, I've got power in routine and self, mm. trouble with thinking and creativity, spirituality, social life, and sex and love. Those so, things you have problems prob- with. That's, like, yeah, I've, I've got- <laughs> that's the entire list of things. <laughs> that's like everything yeah exactly so maybe today is not my day <laughs> uh well hopefully you have creativity because we're going to be going into the challenge round next so hopefully your creativity manages to come out all right well that brings us to the end of round two Welcome back to Love at First Lie. We're moving on now to round three, which is the challenge round. Are you two ready for a challenge? Always ready. Oh yeah. Right. <laughs> you both look so excited. Okay, great. Well, this first challenge is you have 60 seconds to write a song or rap about each other. Obviously, you don't have to sing it. You should like a little rap if you want. Ready? Three, two, one, go. And that means time is up. Who wants to go first? I don't mind. Um, okay. So this is meant to be sung to a child born this way, but it's born like his surname. Um, oh, of course. Daniel Bourne, yes. His name is Daniel. And then I've gone for his curly hair like a spaniel because that's the only thing I could think of. That rhymed with Daniel, and then I've got he's on the right track, baby. He was born this way, born like Daniel Warren. So, <laughs> so, so wait, you just wrote his name is Daniel, his hair's like a spaniel. Wait, <laughs> 60 seconds. Daniel doesn't rhyme with a lot. No, he does. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, that was. That was lovely. A, lo- a lovely, a lovely song slash rap. Thank you for sharing. Um, <laughs> so Daniel, what have you got for um? I'm rhymes with a few more things. So I, I've got I've got high aspirations for this one. I'm on the last line. I must say, I'm trying to I'm 
I'm trying to make it not good, but I've, I'm, I'm thinking through my head of the rats that I know, most of which are like some Mickey things. <laughs> um, Christchurch ain't got punchline or flow. I have both and some cute clogs also. These bitches icy. My hair game is spicy. Someone call it game night. I'll roll the dicey. <laughs> I love that. That's great. Oh bless. Oh well those those are two those are two lovely songs. I think you probably mash them up and like make a little remix would be would be exciting. <laughs> Great, let's move on to the next challenge. Okay, the next challenge is you have 60 seconds to write a description of your partner in as much detail as possible. Three, two, one, go. Time is up. Daniel, would you like to go first this time? Would you like to share your creation with us? Okay. Um, so I've had to change pronunciation of certain things, including surname. But um, so M- creative license. Creative license, exactly. So I had to put Emponcia, she has nice ears, and hair so blonde it will give you tears. Her smile is bright. No, her eyes are bright, her teeth are white, and her glorious singing will keep you up all night. <laughs> oh, that's great. I especially love the rhyme again, you know, we're keeping keeping it poetic. It's what we love to see. And um, what have you got for Daniel? Um, it's a haiku. It doesn't oh. it doesn't rhyme, but it is a haiku, so it's poetic, I guess, still. And um the last line, Daniel will understand, but it might need a bit of explaining. Um, taller than others, fashion sense and clothes to die for, but some weak ass knees. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Daniel on a metal, like great, like a manhole cover that was on the um, ground. He dislocated his knee, and I had to call the ambulance for him, and he had to go to the hospital. <laughs> yeah, Em literally saved me um, from. I, I God knows what. Um, it was it was not a good start to Hillary, um, but no, it was it was an adventure um, in the mid like broad daylight on High Street. Um, certain people walking past were not very helpful. I don't know if 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 they happen to be listening to this um, radio show, then you know who you are. Um, uh, <laughs> M M was like literally my knight in shining shining armor for, for that. It was very very helpful. Oh, that's so sweet. Well, those those are both great creations and, you know, it's all very sweet. And with that, that brings us to the end of round three and to the end of the show. So I'm just having a think about what we've, you know, what we've learned so far today from all the different rounds. So in round one, like, you got you got a good few answers right and you got a few half answers, like, you know, about... Um, you know, nearly got the tiramisu, nearly, nearly, nearly got the Bella Hadid and things like that. So that that was starting out strong. And then round two, you know, it was very, it's very, you had a nice connection there. And, you know, he seemed, seemed to really be vibing with the star signs and everything. And then in round three, I mean, the haiku and the rhyme description, I mean, they were, they were truly, truly passionate and truly something to, to write home about. So I think... Based on all of that, I don't think you're a real couple, but I 
think, <laughs> but I think you might be a college couple. Am I right? No, you're not right. You're not right. Just, <gasps> friends. just friends. Oh, wow. I thought you were going to say we're a real couple. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh. It's... No. <laughs> no, we've taken our friendship to the next level. We're, we're together now. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, so you're just friends. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Oh, because I thought, because you're both at Christchurch, I thought, oh, they had to, they had to be a college couple. But, oh, wow. You really threw me off then. Oh, okay. Well, this is the third episode. I've still got not got one right, so I need to up my game. All right. Well, thank you very much, Daniel and M, for joining me, and congratulations on managing to trick me. Well, thank you so much for having, for having us. It's been really nice. <laughs> Yeah. I'm glad you enjoyed. All right, and thank you all so much for listening. Until next time, this has been Love at First Lie. You've been listening to Love at First Lie, broadcast every Friday at 6 pm on Oxide Radio, with me, Harrison Kay, and with music by Ollie Spacey.